Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life. And we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. The other week on Instagram, I asked you guys, why do you follow me? What were the reasons you guys stuck around? What value do I provide to you? And a lot of you guys say that you want to hear what kids are going through, that you're wanting to know how you can help kids because I have an insider view as a school counselor. And so this week's episode is with another mental health expert. I got together with a child psychologist, Kristen Taperell from Australia. She's got 20 years of experience in the field, and we talk a lot about emotional intelligence and why it is so important for kids to be able to express their feelings and how parents can help their kids with that. This is a wonderful episode. Um, You guys are going to love it. But first, you got to pay the bills. All right, everybody, we are back. I have here with me Kristen Tapperl. She is a psychologist with 20 years of experience working with children and families. During her work, she found that she was seeing the same issues coming through her door, requiring the same strategies. So that's why she started her website, the therapistparent.com um, with while some difficulties will need regular sessions with a qualified psychologist and therapist. Sometimes parents just need a few tips and creative ideas to bring change to their children's lives. She has a monthly blog that offers parents proven strategies and playful activities that children respond and also supports parents. And she's also written a book. So guys, she's amazing. Welcome Kristen to the show. Thank you. You're so welcome. So how the heck are you? I'm going pretty well. Going pretty well today. <laughs> Where are you coming at us from? Um, I'm from a, a country spot in New South Wales, Australia. Australia. You hear that, guys? We are international. We are in Australia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so, Kristen, how did you end up in this space? You know, I'm so involved in the realm of psychology and, um, you know, with kids and everything. How did you end up in this space? What got you into this? Um, Well, it's actually something I thought I would never do. So I think everything I've ever said that I would never do, I've done. And uh, working with kids was one of those. So it just, I fell into it literally um, when I finished uni after doing psychology. um, We, I had to do an internship and just happened that I got a job working with children and adolescents and I really haven't, I've tried, I have tried uh, a couple of other jobs where I don't work with children and I really prefer to work with kids. I love seeing kids' development. I love the creativity that you can do with kids and um, it's a lot more fun. I agree. I agree. I'm a school school counsellor and so I I, I agree. Kids are lots better to deal with than grown-ups. Lots better. Lots better. (laughs) (laughs) so I'm curious throughout your 20 years of experience and all the things you're doing with kids what were some of those common issues that you're seeing that our Mm. kids are facing um the common issues that would come through is um I think 
one of the main things is parents' understanding of um, kids' ability to manage emotions. So I often got pa um, parents bringing their kids in because kids are struggling, they're having meltdowns and um, difficulty managing anger and all of those kind of things. And quite a lot of that was normal and it was really about educating uh, the parents on what is normal, why kids struggle um, with managing emotions, what brain development, how brain development affects their ability to be able to do that, and what our job is to help coach them through those emotions and to regulate. Um, yeah, but other things like anxiety is really common. That is mm. something that comes up a lot. Um, yeah, social skills, you know, getting on with friends. Um, mm nightmares which is why i wrote my book yes <laughs> um that's another thing that happens quite a lot so there's there are some things that were a sort of just skills that we can teach parents to help with kids but also give some kids some strategies um that are that are pretty much across the board yeah i feel like a lot of the times kids experience a negative emotion and they think it is some unnatural bad mm. thing and they're like i have an anxiety disorder because i felt anxiety and i don't know what to do and have you seen stuff like that pop through your door where you're like hey let's teach you how to process these emotions real quick absolutely absolutely and i, I think quite a lot of the time that is because as adults we shut these feelings down because we think that um whatever they're anxious about isn't worth worrying about but it is for them for mm -hmm. that stage of development that is absolutely normal so we go oh you don't need to be worried about that or don't or you don't need to be shy or um oh that's not a big deal come on just do it or be brave or just and we shut the feeling down instead of going okay yeah i get sometimes it's hard to try something new yeah you're right no i don't like trying something new as well i get a bit nervous but that's okay we can still you know instead of talking them through we just go no that's it oh they must be anxious mm, wow <laughs> i you know i i think there's a surprising amount of people who probably haven't thought much about that that sometimes we shut down our kids' emotions before they have a chance to process it because we don't want to deal with their uncomfortable emotion. Absolutely. Um, and we bring stuff up in us as well. We don't like that feeling. No one likes to feel these mm -hmm. um, uncomfortable emotions. So we want to stop it straight away. Also, parents love their kids. They don't want to see them um, having these emotions. They don't want to see them upset. They don't want to see them anxious. So they try to quickly stop it but what we're actually doing we're stopping them from processing it and being able to work through it which will then help them become more resilient and be able to cope with the feeling mm, so yeah. yeah yeah and i feel like a lot of times like emotions are being replaced with emojis like <laughs> like kids are struggling you know they, they 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 can text until the cows come home but um, but their interaction with humans is is kind of suffering. Um, you know, th through your lens, you know, as a psychologist and everything, have you have you seen like how smartphones or social media is playing into the struggles that children are facing right now? Mm, absolutely, you're right. It is affecting social skills. Um, kids are much better at being able to text than they are to have a conversation. Um, so it is really important that we as parents are still talking to our kids and, and having them express how they're feeling. Um, obviously, you'd know that the impact that social media is having on bullying is devastating. Um, kids are not having a break from 
you know, difficulties they're having at school. If this is happening at home now, it's wherever they are because social media has taken over. Just, so, yeah, it's having a huge impact. Yeah, I mean, they can just take their bullies home in their back pocket and then I know it just continues. Like, if I had that, I would be pretty stressed out. Like, I, I don't blame Absolutely. them. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Oh my gosh. Um, have you like, have you seen any, I don't know, what is the, the age range of kids that you usually like your, your expertise, your bread and butter? Yeah. I, my main, I mean, I've worked with children from all ages and adolescents, but the kids that I mainly work with are um, sort of primary school infants, mm-hmm. well, primary school age kids. Yeah. And for so us people ones. in the United States, that means <laughs> elementary school. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what are some best practices, just some just simple tips or tricks that parents can engage in to help our kids right now as they're struggling? Uh, look, I think the, the best thing any parent can do is just stay connected with their kids and have conversations. So um, that means being involved in whatever it is that your child enjoys um, making sure that you're available and that they know that they can come and talk to you it, everything pretty much everything will come back to what your connection is like with your child so it's when um, it's when we break connection when there's lots of conflict um, that we tend that sense to snowball into bigger bigger problems so even if there is conflict even if um, you are struggling with your child's behavior make sure you're making that time or making those little, it doesn't have to be big periods of time, but just small little connections throughout the day so that you're keeping that relationship strong. Yeah. I I love that so much because honestly, connection is what saves lives. Connection is what keeps children here. It's what keeps them at home. It's what helps them communicate. I, as a high school counselor, I talk to so many kids like, Oh man, my mom would murder me if she found this out. Um, and then they don't talk to their mom about X, Y, and Z because my mom would yeah. murder me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. wow, well, I don't think so. But obviously something's <laughs> gone on to where you have that impression. And so communication and connection with our, our kids make the world of difference. Um, for those kids that do get overwhelmed, why why is it so hard for them to 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 control their emotions. Like, I feel like it's increasingly harder for the younger generation to manage these emotions. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's, um, there's lots of, of reasons for that, but part of that is brain development. You know, kids are, their brain is developing. It's not fully developed until they're, um, you know, late teens, early twenties. So they're not supposed to be able to manage their emotions um, as kids. They are going to quickly get overwhelmed. And so we see that in young children. So before age five is when there's a huge um, increase in brain development, but we see it in adolescence as well. So that's when there's um, another change in how the brain is developing. So they're supposed to be emotional. They're supposed to not be able to think clearly and logically. Um, They're going to go into that limbic part of the brain, which is their um, emotion centre, really quickly. So we have to be conscious of that and give them strategies to help calm through it so they can think clearly and then problem solve and then um, move on. 
You hear that, guys? It's normal. It's normal. <laughs> Stop treating your children like adults. They're not little Absolutely. adults. They're children. Yeah. They're not going to be able to cope like you are because they're not 20 years old. I think it's ridiculous when we're like, how dare you not be able to control your emotions, you three-year-old? I'm like, yeah. they're three. They like <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I. that is something that I have to sort of um, talk about a lot is that we have these huge expectations. And do you know what? Some uh, Quite often we have higher expectations on our kids than we do for ourselves when it comes to emotions we give ourselves some grace when you know we have we're tired or we've had a bad day or all these things have happened but kids have that too and we don't give them that grace oh i had never even thought about that before guys everyone listening do you give your kids a break <laughs> you need to okay your kids everyone will be too. happier Everybody will be happier. Okay. You give yourself a break. Okay. That was a bad day. It was okay that I snapped at so-and-so, you know, uh, give your kids the same benefit of the doubt. The kids are facing so much pressure nowadays with how they should look and how they should do X, Y, and Z, you know, as they're getting into adolescence and then the ex the overwhelming expectations that we put on the little, little kids of how they should be able to regulate at such a young age without being taught how to. We get mad at them without even teaching them sometimes. And, you know, taking the time to teach them and have those conversations and teaching them about it before they go into the tantrum so that when they enter the tantrum, I know I know a lot of parents that like when the kids hit tantrum phase, that's when they try and teach the skill. That's when they're like, hey, hey, no, 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 breathe, 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 breathe. They're like, buddy, <laughs> it's not going to work right now. Be <laughs> like too late once they're already in it it's too late they're already overwhelmed and you just got to write it out then there's not much else you can do but i i agree with you 100 percent. so we 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 know that we've got to teach kids how to read we know that we've got to teach them how to walk but when it comes to feelings we kind of expect them to just know that that's how does that work you know that's our job <laughs> we've got to teach them they're not going to just know exactly so parents please 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 communicate with your kids have some realistic expectations and know that they're going to be kids. They're going to get overwhelmed. They're going to have a tough time. They're going to make mistakes because that's what you did too. And you survived and it was okay. Um, so yeah, connect with your kids, guys. Um, this has been such a good conversation. I love talking about the brain and personalities and why people act the way they do. I'm a psychology nerd a little bit. Um, so I've really loved this conversation. So how can people, uh, how can people see what you're up to? Shameless plug time. <laughs> ah, so I have uh, Facebook, um, the therapist parent, um, and Instagram same therapist parent or my website. Um, and I, like you said before, I've got a monthly blog that I put on there. And I also have a few, like my book, is available so that helps kids um, manage nightmares. It teaches them how to change the ending of their dreams. But I've also, I will, I've also just come out with some gratitude cards uh, to help teach kids about learning gratitude um, and how to be grateful for what we have. So I find that when we teach kids gratitude, and we know learning um, gratitude helps to reduces the incidence of anxiety and depression as adults if we learn this as kids but when we do it with kids like parents are often really good at trying to do this and they'll say so what are you grateful for 
and kids will go, okay, so family, our house, food, and then their friends, and then they get stuck. So the cards are there to give you some other prompts of things that you can kind of help them um, see that they've got lots of things to be grateful for. That is absolutely amazing because gratitude, that's like, we live in a world of comparison culture, right? With like mm-hmm. Instagram and all the different mm-hmm. social media platforms where kids are constantly primed to compare their lives against some unrealistic fake expectation. Mm-hmm. And then they're unable to feel gratitude sometimes because they're seeing, they're bombarded, they're reminded 24-7 about all the things that they don't have. That's but right. If they're able to use gratitude, that's such a mm-hmm. game changer because you you enable yourself to feel happy because because you 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 see the things that you do have. You're not focusing on those things you don't have. Yeah, yeah. Gratitude has an amazing impact on so many areas of our lives. And I think you're right. Social media had sort of changed that where um, we are comparing ourselves to other people and, and these unrealistic expectations. But as parents as well, um, we get caught up in that and we get mm. caught up in the day-to-day yep. and it's hard for us to be grateful for what we have. So it, it's a skill that you have to learn. It's not something that just comes. No, no. I think we all can practice that a little bit more. So yeah, guys, go get her cards, go to her website, <laughs> some gratitude, get your kids off of social media and connect with them. Um, that is how we're going to help our kids in the crises they are in. Um, yeah, we're in a pandemic right now. We're also in another mental health pandemic too. The kids are struggling and they need us so bad. So thank you so much, Kristen, for coming to the show. All of those links will be in the show notes, guys. Go check her out on Instagram. Go follow her. She is amazing. And for your daily dose of positivity, go check me out at bulliesbe.gone, um, bulliesbe.gone. And then if you have any questions about speaking gigs or anything, you can go ahead and email me or my assistant, and that will be in the show notes as well. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.